Welcome to the Transatlantic Theater Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Marcos Rodriguez, and I'm with my co-host. Uh, hi, my name is Oscar Reese Freeman. I and... don't know why I almost forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is, a, this is episode 24, as we just looked up right before our recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to double check. Yeah. Because <laughs> of the, the chaos of last week. I which, know. man... Uh, <laughs> I'm not fixing it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I might fix that? it later. Was the editing? But um, there I got a text from Tony a couple days ago, and he just yeah. goes, "You know, there's like 15 to 20 minutes of silence <laughs> at the end of the episode, right?" <laughs> and I just said it was an artistic choice. Please don't question it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> 15 to 20 minutes—that's a long time, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed because I was like, "Oh man, the first episode, like, be- both of them were like an hour and a half long." And I was like, wow, we, I didn't realize we recorded for that long. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, in fact, actually, one of them is about an hour and ten minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. I think that was the first half, actually. Yeah, that we, well, yeah, the first half was that. Um, if, if episode two makes any sense, who even knows? Um, yeah. But uh, I feel bad because I, I don't know if it's a common occurrence, but I did, have, I did spend a lot of time editing out because I, I had to, like, listen to all of it. Yeah, yeah um, pretty much. And I edited out a lot of just dead air. And I was like, well, how often does that happen? And I just don't do this. <laughs> and it's just Tony, like, waiting for us to start talking again. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully we don't run into that scenario again. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's just... Or, or, I don't know. Because, you know, there was a lot of things I said that needed to be probably... <laughs> I think I got rid of a few of them, but I don't okay. know if I got rid of all of them. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, whatever. If you're offended, don't at me. But... Don't at me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, I got rid of the ones that, like, particularly, like, on second listen made me go, Jesus. <laughs> and then I had to edit them out. Demonetize. I mean, we're, we're not monetizing, so who cares? We're not monetized at all. Even if we did, no, I we'd think... probably be demonetized in all of them. <laughs> yeah. But you can always support us on our Patreon. Well, on our Patreon, <laughs> yeah. Um, our but yeah, top Patreon supporters get nudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, top tier just gets foot pics. Oh, foot pics. Oh. Yeah, foot pics. Shit, man, I gotta start go getting a pedicure. No, they like it when it's all grungy, you know. Oh no, no, you don't want to see my feet after. A- day walking around at the hospital dude i put in twenty thousand steps one day at work it was crazy damn yeah it's a lot of fucking normally my average is like six thousand is a i look at my watch because it just buzzes and i think i got a notification but it's uh it's like you've reached six thousand steps good job and i'm just like oh, <laughs> that sucks <laughs> i'm gonna go sit down now for a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah have i told you because i don't know if this, it's gonna pick up the sound right now but have i told you about my parents' house being, like, right next to the train track and what that yeah. does to the house. I think you – well, you, it shakes it a little bit, right? Yeah, it, like, shakes it, yeah. Dude, yeah. you – so, like, you never went to Gray's house, right? Her – well, not her house, no. but her old house because, you know, this was before I even met you. But uh, mm-hmm. when I was in uh, – going into high school, so this was, like, the summer going into freshman year, um, which was, what, 20 – like 2010 or something like that? 2009? 2008, dude. 2008? Oh, so, oh, no, that'd be 2009. Yeah, it was like 2009. Yeah, yeah. So, so we the way that it, we had a really easy grade period where yeah, essentially the year, what year we were uh-huh. is the year we started. 
So eighth grade started for us in twenty eight in two thousand eight. Yeah. But ended in two thousand nine. So because we graduated in twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. which means we started our twelfth year of school in twenty twelve. Yeah, which we did. Yeah. Um, so it's an easy way to remember that. So twenty it was two thousand nine. I keep trying to say twenty nineteen just because like like the like the two thousands don't exist in my mm-hmm. head. <laughs> which I try. I yeah. try to forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's her house was literally. Mm-hmm. Her backyard had a brick wall, right? And that brick mm-hmm. wall on the other side of that brick wall was the train. And her backyard was small. It wasn't big. So she was literally yeah. right next to the train track. I remember that shit. And I remember I used to call her That's on nothing. the phone and I'd hear this train just going off because there was also a train stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, I'm trying to even think what trains ran in like. This was that the, area in like this, Azusa. It was the no, it's not in Azusa. This is in Covina. Oh, Covina. Yeah, sorry. so it was the metro, the big metro link. Okay. Like the big ass fucking metro link, the one that goes across yeah. the country. <laughs> yeah. There's one like so occasionally you'll just hear like a a quick one go by. And it's always it's always like two to three cars, so it's not that uh crazy. Oh yeah. Um, These ones were the ones that are because like, you know, 20. this is West Wales, so the idea that there's like a lot of them would be pointless. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't but, even have uh, the population for it. <laughs> yeah, we don't have the population for it. No, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Literally, like the we get, I get on the train here, and mm-hmm. it's like a few people, um, and then like, uh, it'll just start like loading up and loading up and loading up until we hit Swansea, and then everybody just fucking gets off. <laughs> And then, like, an equal number of people get on Mm. to then get off at Cardiff. (laughs) It's like, that's the the only places, places, there's the only destinations. (laughs) Yeah, and if you take the train from, like, Cardiff to my parents, Mm. it's just, like, a massive, like, really full train. And then, like, as you go along, it just slowly peters off until it's, like, me and two other people in the train (laughs) by the time I get to my parents. Wow, that's funny. Dude, did I tell you and about like, that time? If I if they don't get off at my stop, they're just they're just getting off at Camarden. Like that's the last, <laughs> that's the, the only other place they're going. Nobody's going to fucking Haverford West or Milford Haven. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't remember. Were you with uh, me and JC when JC got yelled at by that crazy lady on the fucking uh the red line? Not the red line. The um, it is the I, the one that goes into Minervia now. Is that the gold? Yeah, the gold line. The gold line. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I re- the thing is, is, there's so many stories of being yelled at by crazy people on fucking trains and buses, and, and so like, it's hard to say. Yeah, it was it was insane though. She was um she just went up to J C and she was, stop talking to me in my head. Like that's what she told him. Oh fuck, really? It was, yeah, it was fucking crazy. I was like, whoa, man, what is hap? Do I have to do I have to fight a crazy lady on a train? <laughs> Like, it was nuts. Did you? No, Did no. You Luckily, she just kind of exited the train after that. But she was she was crazy. Like, possibly on drugs. Crazy. It's one of those where it's like, are you on drugs or have you just taken enough drugs that you basically don't need them anymore? That you've messed your mind up, yeah. But, dude, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was insane. So, anyway, Tetsuo the Iron Man. <laughs> Tetsuo the Iron Man. That's also pretty insane. Uh, really was... short. I didn't realize it was going to be that short. Yeah, it was only like an hour and something minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw it but, on um, YouTube. Somebody, I mean, do you want to give some good a brief overview and your thoughts before we jump in as the, you recommended the film? Yeah. And I think I remember, because the poster looked familiar. I, I, think, I mentioned like, it a couple to years you a while ago. ago. Yeah, you'd mentioned it to me. Yeah. yeah. 
I um, think it was. I think it was like last so, year or something like that. I mentioned it to you. I think it was. Yeah, I feel like it was near when around the time when you were like, "Hey, let's start a podcast." <laughs> no, it was. Were, it was before. It was definitely before that. It was before that, yeah. but it was like you know we were talking about movies. Yeah, yeah, and you, and you like, told yeah, me. I, Hey, I really this... want to watch this film. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I don't have people to talk about movies with. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew if I watched this, it wouldn't be with my wife. And now that I've watched it, I definitely know it wouldn't have been with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you hadn't watched it before? No, no, I never watched it. Okay. Yeah, I, just... I thought you'd seen it already. No, I wanted to watch it, but okay. uh, I, I hadn't really. You know, I mean, when do I find the time? I'm normally just hanging out with my wife, and I can't just be like, "All right, hun." You just have to deal with this for a minute. Yeah. Just, well, now I, I watched... just wake up earlier, so she doesn't. She's asleep, so I mean, I just watch everything <laughs> in the morning. I um last time I was at my so I'm at my parents right now, mm-hmm. uh, and last time I was here, I watched like a Cronenberg film, mm-hmm. and so I kind of scarred my parents, and so I was like, I'll watch this uh, up in my in like the spare room for yeah. now because I I, I yeah. don't think uh <laughs> I don't think it would have gone well with them considering how how not well the Cronenberg film went with them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't think they would have liked to see this. This was a, this was very artsy, very artsy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it was. There's this weird mix of like it was artsy for being artsy, but also you could see where it was done to like almost hide the low budgetness of it. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the movie didn't need which to I even thought be was really clever. White. Like, but it was. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I think. So I was going to, I didn't know at what point I was going to bring this up in the podcast, but there's <laughs> a really, really interesting video that I think everybody should watch mm-hmm. um, call, uh, on on a YouTube channel. Uh, the guy's name is H Bomber Guy. Wait, is that, um, is that an H or you, or H? Well, technically he's British, so it is a H. <laughs> so it's a H. No, I mean like for, for our American listeners... It's not spelled H. We only have Tony. Hold on, it's not, it's not spelled H E Y bomber, right? No, it's 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 H B O M B E R. Okay, okay, okay. See, because when you say H, it sounds like you're adding E Y, like hey. No, that's hey. It's like it's like hey, yeah. You're 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 saying H E Y C H H. It's H. Okay, listen. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna call center, bro. Like I gotta, I have to say letters the right way. The, no, that's that's their way. That's not the right way. But I mean, like I had to learn how to say, you know, the the, the British way, so that people understood me and weren't like, "What did you say?" Or they'll just hear you say H, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, he's an American." Dude, I listen to old motherfucker. I like that's who I talk to is old ass people. They don't fucking know anything. They're like, yeah. They go through the phonetic alphabet, and they're like, um. S for Stanley, <laughs> dude. I fucking, I fucking hate people who like try to do this. Just, the phonetic yeah, they just come up with whatever they think. Yeah, of. they just say whatever. It's like that's not the phonetic. S is Sierra. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh man, I had a a coworker who they had a customer on the line who said N for and then said the N word. No, and she was like, No, you. She's like, I'm sorry, but I, like, and she she was, then was like, You mean N for November? And he was like, no, I use that word. And he, he was just like adamant that that would be the one to use. I would hang up on them. Yeah, I think she did. Call disconnected, but... my bad. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely did, I think, the, the call center classic of, I'm just going to put you on a quick hold. <laughs> I would just hang up. I wouldn't even yeah. be nice about it. We were, we were pretty new, so it's like, you know, we don't have the kind of 
cojones to hang up on people when you're new. Oh, you're like, I what do I do? Yeah. He just said And then the the, all the tenure people are just like, just hang up on him, dude. That's insane, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Some people, it's man. nuts. Yeah. 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 Some people listen, but anyhow, I guess it's okay since you know the royal family is racist too. So yeah, the royal family's <laughs> racist. So lead by example. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Um, let's talk about that again. No. I, forgot I, was, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man. You're talking about black and white, and you mentioned H bomber. Oh yeah, H bomb. H so H bomber guy. <laughs> for uh, for the American video. listeners, H bomber. For the British for the American listeners, listeners H- for Tony. <laughs> and and if we have Canadians, um, uh, H as well. No, remember our our statistics are um, basically Boogie, Tony, and one Belgian person. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, no. There was one episode where we got a bunch of hits from like fucking Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, um, don't know the fuck that was about. <laughs> I'm from well, my wife's from Cleveland, Ohio. Really? Yeah. I thought she was from like rural Ohio. Well, she's from like 20 minutes outside of Cleveland. Okay. Which is. I mean Cleveland. I mean Ohio in general. You can drive like twenty minutes, and all of a sudden you're in rural. So, yeah. Okay. But I like where she's from. It's really nice. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. got a good commute to the city, which is good for me, because <laughs> I I yeah. can't stand not living in a city. Um, but I don't like to always live in a city. So where she's at yeah. is like perfect. Where her parents are from. That's why I really like Cardiff. I've, I've said this quite often, but yeah. like you, you, it's just a, it's it's a city, but everything's really, really dense, like really in one spot. Yeah. And yeah. then you just like, you know, uh, even in like a twenty-minute bike ride. Really, yeah. Yeah. Either north, west, or sa- or northwest or east, mm-hmm. and you hit kind of farmlands. Yeah. Um, See, that's you do nice. a bike ride that's south, nice. you hit the ocean, so that's difficult. That's awesome, though. That that sounds like yeah, perfect. It, you know what I mean? So that's that's kind of what I want because I still want to be able to to get out of the city and like mm-hmm. go find some like cool places, but where there's not a lot of people. But at the same time, I really like we're spoiled, man. We grew up with having the ultimate. Uh, everything is accessible to us. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, Boogie always said that with um, why he said why he doesn't he would never leave Southern California and why he doesn't understand why anybody else does. As he said, any version of the world he wants is a mm-hmm. two-hour drive. Well, if he wants the beach, it's two hours away. Yeah. If he wants mountains and snow, it's two hours away. If he wants middle of nowhere, empty deserts, two hours away. If he wants like woodlands and hiking area, it's two hours away. See, I like, can I it, can argue that because I've lived in Texas, and honestly, mm-hmm. Texas is the closest thing to that, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Um. Yeah, almost but exactly. But doesn't have Disneyland. It it doesn't have no it doesn't it does not have Disneyland. Don't got them Disneyland. <laughs> but it does have Six Flags and and Sea World and all that shit too. So I mean, I love Six Flags. I guess it's so. okay. I, I do mean, like Six Flags. Whenever I go to Disneyland, I don't know, man. I, I went there recently with the wife and and whatever, and I was like, I I don't know, I don't know. I think it just doesn't have enough for me anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, That's I fair. I, like I think I feel yeah. like Disneyland is less about the rides and if you really get into kind of like the experience of it of it all and just like the atmosphere at all yeah. you you can enjoy it but if you are just going somewhere for the rides six flags is more your more your exactly beat, you know? like to yeah I, I i love the atmosphere of disneyland i love going into the shops mm-hmm. I, I love downtown disney downtown disney's awesome yeah um but yeah i love that about disneyland but when i'm in the mood for like rides disneyland is not the best place <laughs> for me disneyland sucks yeah <laughs> I mean, Especially considering how crowded it can be. 
Yeah. So like going on oh, any good yeah, rides, this dude. kind of shit. It's crazy. like me and my because I used to have a pass. Me and my brother used to do that, where like we'd go to Disneyland and like if if it was busy, we would just find out because there was a, an app that told you in like real time what the yeah. what the time were gonna be or, like. Yeah. Um. So you could go on there and we'd just find whatever the lowest number you know wait time was mm-hmm. and some of the times that was you know the little fucking mermaid you know <laughs> yeah um that's not a bad ride not a bad ride and it's not a bad ride but like we went on it probably more than most other rides there <laughs> just because always, that was the one yeah it was always yeah dead <laughs> like we'd check the times and that was the thing we'd always check we were like yeah. is the little mermaid busy because if it is the rest of the park's fucked yeah you know it's <laughs> funny though so like i didn't go to disneyland a lot even though i was a california resident and all that mm-hmm. um but uh, when I was a kid, I definitely remember a lot of those rides being a lot bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how growing works, Marcos. I, I know, I know. But when I go to Knott's, when I go to Knott's Berry Farm, I've been going yeah. to that forever. I love Knott's Berry Farm, by the way. Um, yeah, I like Knott's Berry Farm too. Yeah. Yeah, all those rides, freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely great, and it's ch- way cheaper. Knott's <laughs> uh, Berry Farm is the one that has the the like. It's two roller coasters that go at the same time. Oh, uh, like, yes. Just, like, that's, uh, it, yeah. Uh, Boomerang, I think. Colossus, I think, maybe? No, 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 no. Um, no. I don't remember. But Yeah, I don't remember either. It's been a while. I just remember. I don't know why I thought that concept was so crazy. <laughs> it is cool, though. Because, like, depending yeah. on how fat the people were on your current <laughs> ride, you <laughs> might go fast the yeah. other roller coaster. <laughs> there was always, like, an element of racing to it. There which, was. Like, yeah, it was fun. I, I don't know why that, you know, yeah. excited me so much, but it did. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> um, oh, I think uh, over at uh, Six Flags, they have a couple that are like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um I think they're, uh, I don't remember what it's called. It's like the, the white. Hold on. Just before we digress further, I still haven't explained why I mentioned that guy's channel. Oh, the black <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. So, Age Bomber Guy has a video about uh, why horror movies are just better on, like, crappy, like, 4, 480p resolution, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, VHS CRTVs yeah. uh, or CRV TVs, like, the, like that. He was like, when he was a kid, he thought movies were so scary, and then he'd watch them now, in like, like the same HD movies, Blu-ray. in like the HD super, yeah, yeah. you know, 5K, and yeah. he'd be like, this isn't really that horrifying. Um, and so he makes this argument that, like, you know, a version where everything's kind of poor quality, you're not really, like, and especially in a horror movie where things go by kind of quickly, mm-hmm. like, when you're not really sure what the screen just showed you, because the pixels are, like, it's so low in resolution, mm-hmm. that almost adds to the horror element of it. Um, so I actually watched this movie in the lowest quality that I could, for that kind of reason. Yeah, to be honest, I think it worked a lot more. Obviously, I think there's probably not an insanely high-definition version of it. Yeah. When it offered the HD version... I was like, and started watching the SD one. I was like, I don't think the HD is probably much better than this, to be honest. So, so here's the problem, because my TV has a mm-hmm. high refresh rate. It's like 122 hertz or something like that. Yeah. Um, and what that does is it kind of smooths, it over smooths movement. Um, yeah. To a certain degree, like if you have something that's like the movie is filmed probably at 60 frames a second, you know, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And when you have a 122 hertz refresh rate, it smooths that 60 frames a second out a little too much, and people almost look like they're moving a little quickly or it's a little unnatural. Um, when I first got the TV, it was it took a bit to to get used to it. Um, yeah. 
But I noticed it in this movie. I was like, wait, hold on. This is this is supposed to look shitty, yet it's looking too smooth. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, if it, I got used to it, obviously, while watching the movie. But I, at first, it was a little jarring. And it did take away from the experience a little bit. So uh, yeah. I agree with I, what you're I definitely saying, think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed the low quality of it because especially like just all this all the fucking shit on his face like right toward the beginning like toward the end when it was like he was covered in in iron i was a little bit like hey, this looks a little goofy oh um, yeah it got kind of it got super goofy i mean it was literally called yeah. wasn't it called kaiju studios or some shit like that yeah i saw yeah. that and i was like that's a weird name for that and then i got to the end i was like that's no longer a weird name for that. <laughs> exactly <laughs> speaking of kaijus reese yeah who were you team monkey or team fucking spicy lizard Oh, I haven't watched it yet, man. <laughs> you but, know, uh, I liked it. Um, really? Better? It was much better than the last Godzilla movie. Okay, I will say that. Which which Godzilla? You're talking about Kong Skull Island? No, Godzilla King of Monsters. Oh, the Godzilla movie. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Godzilla King. No, of Kong Monsters. Skull yeah. Skull Island is amazing. Okay, yeah, I've heard really good things about that one. That, I've not watched. You haven't the... seen any of them? I've not seen the Kaijuverse. Oh my god! I've dude. seen. I see. I saw the 2014 Godzilla, which I thought was pretty good. Yes, that is pretty good. Uh, but Kong Skull Island was... is better. Yeah? yeah. I. I. Okay. So here's my tier list. Here's my tier list. I got. Okay. We got Kong Skull Island as the top. Yeah. My second one is the first Godzilla movie, just because that was really well done. Um, yeah. The third one on my. It was list, all right. It was all right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like. I thought it was wait until you watch the other ones and then you'll be like okay that one was okay. better. <laughs> but uh okay. yeah so so uh the 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 Godzilla movie uh is second the the third one on my list is this one Kong versus Godzilla, you know. I liked it a lot. The the last one I on my heard. list is Godzilla King of Monsters because it's really yeah it's really stupid. <laughs> I did hear that one was yeah. really bad. It's but really um I I heard that so there's in I'm looking it up now 2016 there is a movie um released in Japan called Shin Godzilla. I that was essentially yeah. them being like can we watch that like yeah we I can ha- watch it eventually. I haven't yeah. seen it because and I hear yeah. that that's one of the greatest Godzilla movies ever made. Yeah. <laughs> my my understanding is essentially they watched the Americans do a Godzilla film when they went, okay, clearly you don't understand how to do this. And they just went like, well, that... we'll make it, we'll make it, and you'll understand now. Well, yeah, you know what that Godzilla movie was about? I mean, you know what Godzilla was representing and what it was created for. Yeah. And, well, then, yeah. and then the <laughs> Americans do it, and they're like, no, Godzilla's nice. <laughs> Godzilla's doesn't... trying to help you He's and bring Western culture. And you're killing all his babies. Yeah, that's just... a good point. Now that I think about it, the, like... yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even the the fishing ship that was attacked was like Kojira, and like he's he's a goddamn monster, and everybody's yeah. just like, no, he's just hungry for his babies, and it's like, no, get out of here, Peta, fuck. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh... but yeah, so I really want to watch Shin Godzilla. Uh, well, I'll recommend, or either one of us can recommend it soon. I feel uh, like it would want. be a great follow-up to this movie, to be honest. But let's not head oh, down that route. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could do a kaiju film. If that's just fun. we slowly just turn... Because the thing is, yeah. Um, I've just been itching for a French film. So that's why. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> that's kind of why I'm like... I know. We've been, we've been wanting not. to do French. We've been want, we we said we were going to do French like during the Cheyenne Social Club, which nobody's seen. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so... 
we're gonna do French, and then I might kick it back to Kaiju. <laughs> we'll find out. Kick it back to Kaiju. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah, the 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 beginning bit with 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 first off, I'm pretty sure none of the characters were named Tetsuo. <laughs> uh, I think. Well, they never said anybody's name. Yeah, they do. The end credits had uh, uh, what's it called for me? Um, little. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess. Things. I didn't have any. Uh, it had subtitles. For I the... didn't have any subtitles for that. Yeah. Did you did you have the free one available to you on YouTube? Uh, no. I actually, to be honest, I didn't actually look. Oh, <laughs> dude, some some good soul, uh, put the whole movie on YouTube. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, so I watched it. On, yeah. On no, YouTube. I um. I just watched it on on Amazon. Oh yeah, nice. Wow. Yeah, it was available on Amazon here. Yeah. I... Or actually, sorry. Yeah, it was, and it's, it was like the one movie where it was like, oh, did you know this movie's on Shutter? And I was like, well, that's the first film I've ever wanted to watch that's actually on Shutter. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Other than that, yeah. I've never. Also, you are correct. Um, it. his they don't actually have a name. It is man and woman. I thought. When it said his the actor's name, I thought that was saying the the character's name. Well, Tetsuo, I believe, is the the guy who got hit by the car. I believe that's Tetsuo. Well, his credit is metal fetishist. <laughs> uh, then it's gotta it's gotta be him. Then does what does Tetsuo mean? Let's see. That's what I'm literally googling right now. Um, masculine Japanese given name. Notable people. Blah blah blah. blah. Wise man, Does that's that what Tetsuo fictional means. Use? Oh. Yeah, so wise man made of metal. <laughs> yeah, so it's okay, basically then. wise man. That's what Tetsuo means. Um, yeah. Oh my god! You know what I'm really sad is that we didn't watch the whole trilogy. We should have watched the whole trilogy. I know there's the Bullet Man, right? There's like yeah, there's one, yeah. Body Hammer, and then the third one is the Bullet Man. <laughs> so look at this. Look at this. Uh, so I Google Tetsuo meaning, right? It says wise man, but then underneath where it comes from, nameberry.com, it says, The name Tetsuo is a boy's name meaning wise man. Obscure Japanese pick recognizable to fans of 1989 Japanese science fiction horror, Tetsuo the Iron Man. <laughs> Whereas opposite my side, I put what does Tetsuo mean? And then the things that it says, uh, did you also want to know about? And it says, what does Kanida mean? Is <laughs> Kanida. What does Akira mean? <laughs> It automatically goes. Is Tetsuo an Akira? <laughs> oh my god, that's great! Oh yeah, right here. People also ask, "What does Akira mean?" Yeah, <laughs> Akira. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see, a, a popular kanji. <laughs> uh, uh, it apparently means the light coming from the sun. Yeah, I see the or sunlight and moonlight representing wisdom, wisdom, truth. truth. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice. That's pretty. Mm. That's a pretty name. I think that Akira is, is a pretty name, to be honest. It is, but. Uh, yeah, dude. So I have a yeah. That was me watching Akira for the first time, and I was like, "Nobody's named Akira. What's this about?" Oh, I love Akira. Yeah, somebody... this is how movies work. It should have the title. If the title is a name, somebody needs to be named it. Someone is named Akira. Yeah, well, oh, oh, kind okay. of. No, no, one hundred percent. Akira is that that one friend of theirs that they all had in common. No, that was that was Akira. Tetsuo. No, Didn't that he was turn not... into a... Tetsuo turned into a giant monster. Akira. Yeah, that was the Akira. No, no, Akira was a different character that all the kids had in common. He was a friend of everybody. Okay. Don't you remember? He was a. No, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> no, I died. No reason. Yeah, I know. I was like, you don't remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was one of the characters. He actually was one of the characters. Yeah. 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 And uh, Tetsuo ended up meeting Akira after he reached enlightenment. 
Ah. Which is symbolic, obviously, for the name. Hmm. Okay. It's a good fucking movie, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's... Uh... Yeah, I need to watch it again. It's a good fucking Basically. movie. I love that movie. I, I saw it, it, dude. I saw it in theaters at the Alamo Draft House, and that was an amazing mm-hmm. experience. Especially awesome. since they had a fucking burger that was themed <laughs> <laughs> for the fucking movie. <laughs> How was it themed? What did they do to theme it? I don't know. They just called it the fucking something, and they just said it was themed, and they didn't do anything to it. They just <laughs> called it something. Cool. <laughs> I don't remember, but um, Alamo Draft House does this thing where, yeah, for those of you who've never been, um. They will theme their drinks or food after uh, the movie that you're going to go see if they're having a special event. Uh, a lot of times they'll do, you know, Tarantino Fest. They'll do a bunch of different horror fests, plus also uh, other types of, you know, other types of movies. Like anything you could really want, they just kind of do, yeah, here, we're going to do this. And then in their menu, they, they serve alcohol as well as food at their theater. They You get to sit at these little tables and, and movie chairs, and uh, they'll take your order right before the movie. And some of them will be themed. So it's really an awesome experience. Um, I highly suggest if anybody is going through Texas, uh, stop by an Alamo Draft House if it's on your way. It's awesome. Yeah. But, I've uh, not been, but I've always kind of wanted to go. Oh, dude. It's, it's great. Um, uh, in, in California, I know we are super spoiled with all the different types of movie experiences, which, yeah. uh, you know, we didn't utilize because we didn't realize how good we had it. Um, I feel like I I utilized pretty well. I you, went to a lot of theaters. You used it. Uh, you you did it a lot more than I did. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but, um uh, I've always yeah. been a fan of the worst theaters that you could ever go to, Dude. because you know what allows me to focus on a film a lot more. What the worst um, environment? Being really just being in a really uncomfortable seat. Like oh, not in the sense shit. of like people talking and shit, but yeah. like if I'm in a comfortable seat, I'm just gonna pass out, man. Like, Do you <laughs> remember when the uh, the Azusa Theater used to be the five dollar theater? Uh, it was not when I ever went there. Oh, so, so it used I, to I don't be. Remember. Oh my god, dude! It used to be so shitty. It was like the shittiest. <laughs> that whole little shopping area that that movie theater is in in Azusa. Used to be yeah. the ghettoest, shittiest area <laughs> when I was a kid, and uh, when I was yeah. in the YMCA, we went to that theater because it was cheap, <laughs> <laughs> and they had this little deal where you know five bucks for a ticket, five dollars for yeah. a, a kids combo with a you know candy and a popcorn, and um, yeah, we had there was a there's a theater in Pasadena that was five dollars on Wednesdays for two tickets, two popcorns, and two drinks. Damn, that's awesome. It was, it was marketed as date night, and Boogie and I just used to go all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's okay. You guys dated. It's yeah. all right. You can say yeah, that. all the time. I'm not. Um, I support that group. There was a, like, a theater in really southern, or like, uh, Orange County. Like, uh-huh. I want to say, like, close to fucking, ocean, not even, like, like just really far down yeah. Orange County. Um, and... It was like they had one dollar movie nights, mm-hmm. and like my brother and I would go to it be for like the movie that you know we'd maybe probably seen before, mm-hmm. um, that's been out for years. But we we drive all the way down there, and like now as a like later, mm-hmm. like as a as a much older adult because I was like eighteen or seventeen at the time when mm-hmm. we did it, and I'm just like I mean we probably spent the same amount of money in gas as we did <laughs> to just fucking just go to a theater near us. But... I guess if it was that like that far. Um... Yeah, I went to this one theater to go see, uh, it was with an ex-girlfriend of mine, and, and she had some friends who wanted to go see The Room, 
at this theater <laughs> and a bunch of people brought packages of spoons and mm. that's because there there's a couple of uh photo frames inside the set on that movie that they didn't take the stock photos out of and one of which is a stock photo of a spoon and so every time it's on the screen everyone in the theater screams spoons and tosses a bunch of plastic spoons and it was yeah a fun, it was a fun experience but uh also if you haven't seen the room pause this podcast go watch it then come back <laughs> yes because we're gonna spoil it right now <laughs> no, this um, is great this have you seen great. the disaster artist yes it's so good i loved it it's it's really good it 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 it's it's difficult because I feel like you definitely have to have seen the room to really get it. Yes, yes. To like really find it as funny because there's a lot of stuff that is just like essentially it's inside jokes. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> what I love is that uh, the guys who made the room loved that that movie, the the disaster artist. They loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's based on the book that Greg Sotiro wrote. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's his. So. Uh, that was what's his name, right? The Hey, uh, Mark. Hey, Mark. Yeah, it was Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. How did you forget Mark's name? I, I almost said Dan for some reason. I don't know. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Danny is the little kid, the oh, little kid hi, who uh, gets into trouble. Remember? Yeah. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Maybe. But uh, yeah. Yeah. How much good. money do you owe? <laughs> that was that was crazy. The story behind that. It's so crazy. It is pretty crazy. Like, I still firmly believe that it was. Um, What's it called? Money laundering. Oh, totally. Money laundering. It, like, I still think it is. Where else 100%. does this guy get money from? Because like it's 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 a thing that will happen occasionally. You'll see like movies get made and their budgets like two or three million, mm-hmm. and you're just like you watch the movie and you're like, it's where garbage, did that yeah. two to three million go? Because I'm definitely not watching it right now. Um, and it's a way to launder money. That's um, a really smart way to launder money. Yeah, Um, especially because you know if it flops you just go ah it's just because audiences didn't like it so this is going out to anyone who needs to launder money um yeah me and reese would love to make a film um if you want to exactly if you want to no i'm kidding i can't i can't continue saying this we do not want to launder any money that's very legal (laughs) speak for yourself buddy i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah uh but uh yeah back to tetsuo the iron man (laughs) <laughs> um, back away from things that might get us imprisoned i know right <laughs> yeah. i thought so uh, yeah tetsuo the iron man okay so um, i thought this movie was uh was a lot of fun um mm-hmm. it's technically a sci-fi horror movie and okay it, what i like yeah. about it the most is probably the lack of dialogue because uh, mm-hmm. it had a lot of visual storytelling and, uh, you know, it was also trying to confuse. I mean, it was confusing. I don't know if it was trying to confuse, but it was a tad confusing at times. You had to really yeah. pay attention and really figure out what's going on in order to understand the story. But, um, like, there's one part where he, when he's showing him, like, the, the new world. Yeah. Like, there is a moment in it when I was like, the fuck is going. Oh, right. It's still division. Like, I just had to remind myself that we were still in, like, this crazy vision world yeah. and not what's actually happening. Yeah, yeah. It's like, there's a lot of flashbacks, a lot of visions, a lot of, like, mm. dream sequences, I guess you could say. Um, because he just, like, wakes up all of a sudden. But then again, it's, like, not a dream at the same time. It's, like, it's a lot of weird stuff. But um, I thought it was very artistic. So, very cool. The main thing that I really just don't understand mm. is, so is it, so he he put a piece of metal into his leg. Yeah. He got infected, he got hit by a car, and then, like, what, did he die and become someone who could control metal? 
No, so um, he has this piece of metal that somehow got lodged into his brain, right? Mm-hmm. And with that lodged into his brain, he started to transform, and that's that's when he put the metal into his leg. Uh, and he couldn't remove that piece of metal from his brain, otherwise he would die, right? So, anyway. Did he explain this at some point? Yes. Yes, they did. Okay. Um, it's <laughs> Maybe actually, I was just like... It's in a flashback. The fuck out. It's in a flashback okay. uh, with this old man that's like, "How did you get here?" Uh, you know. You oh like yeah, with the old be dude dead. who's beating him. No, no, with that's fucking... a different. That's a different guy. Oh um, my god! <laughs> but he says, "How did you get here? You look like you should be dead." You know, and he's like, mm-hmm. "You have a piece of metal in your head," and he said, "It's it's in your brain. If you remove it, you'll die. Think of it as a piece of." Jewelry. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember that scene. That's I actually I thought they were talking about. The guy who was transforming. Uh, they're both transforming. They're all transforming. There's three yeah. people in total. But I thought it was it was the man, not the metal fetishist. No, it's the metal. IMDb. It's the metal fetishist. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, I thought it was a flashback fetish. to the man, like who was who was you know turning into the Iron Man. And see, that's the problem with black and white, and it's used in this mm-hmm. movie is that oftentimes you can confuse the characters because they become so disfigured and and so uh i don't know it was pretty it was pretty easy to tell apart uh normal iron man dude and anime character man well that's because anime character man who you're i'm assuming you're referring to as uh the metal fetishist uh yes <laughs> had a lot less metal on him <laughs> yeah yeah and the hair and the hair yeah the hair was very uh stylized um yeah it, the end the, the fight scene between them almost reminded me of like a power rangers fight scene <laughs> it, it kind of did yeah it with was, the, it was yeah with the it. movements of them in this giant yeah, like the movement thing so it's awkward moving power rangers standoff that's how the movements yeah. felt um the yeah. i'd say the ending with the fight is where it just kind of lost me. it's the weakest part um the fight it, it's cool but it's weak um it's it's cool but after the flashback it should have ended yeah after the like the old dude who's beating him up with the thing like that should have been like the thing that ended the fight you know scene. yeah ended the, so yeah ended the fight. i will say that as well um another thing i noticed in the movie there's a lot of scenes that go on for too long and yeah like how can the movie's only an hour so yeah <laughs> i mean if you have scenes that are going for too long in, in a short movie then you know you kind of got a problem there with the writing, but anyway, yeah. um, there are scenes that go on for too long, and it those scenes that go and on there for are too things long... that just didn't make make sense in the sense of not like it was experimental, but in like oh you just didn't know how to get out around this. Yeah. So like yeah. when she she had the guy like pinned down and was about to kill him in the bathroom. Yeah. Like the the first woman who was turning into a uh, a, a machine. Yeah. Like and then it just like cuts to him inside this garage. Oh yeah, and no, like, no, she yeah, like punches how, him. How did he get away? <clears throat> I think she punches him and then he flies all the way there. But like the next time you see him, it's not him landing; it's him like crawling under the the garage door to try and close it. I know, but anytime we saw those fast forward scenes, that was it was when they were moving, yeah, like of, flying away, yeah, yeah movement so, and flying away, yeah. which I thought was clever. Like at first, I thought it was weird, but then. When it was them having like rocket legs, <laughs> yeah, I was, was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Because it's a cheap stylistic way of having people like rocket across the floor. Because yeah. all you have to do is just line up the pictures of them moving. Yeah, I kept thinking about how this movie can be uh, done in like an anime, but uh, like one of those super grotesque animes, you know? 
Yeah. Well, that I think I, I so I don't really like those grotesque anime. I do. I'm a big because I don't really grotesque anime. Like I don't really get anything from it because it's which is my argument we've discussed a million times. Yeah. I don't really get anything from it because it's it's drawings. It's it doesn't mean anything to me. So like I just like the way it looks. You know, if in <laughs> in this in like you know yeah if it was an anime and somebody took a, a burning hot pan and put it on somebody's face, I would just be like, okay. Yeah, but in this I, movie, I, I went I like, oh saying, yeah. god, like I was like, I fr- I like cringed a little bit because it, I can see the person, I can empathize more. Like, yeah, yeah, I know no, what I a burn. I don't know what it's like to to have my whole face coming apart and metal coming out, but I know what it's like to get a burn. Yeah. So yeah, like that part just hit me a little bit. Like, no, I get but, what you're uh, saying. Yeah, but I wouldn't get that reaction from an anime. Yeah, yeah. All I'm saying about the anime is that it would have been. Um... The stuff that did look bad and uh, mm-hmm. and unnatural could look a little bit better in like uh, in anime. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'm not talking about like empathizing or anything like that because yeah, I get yeah. that. That's how you feel, and you know we've had that discussion already. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to the movie. Um, yeah, there, there are scenes that are that are a bit too long and not like long in the good way. You know, because some scenes I understand you want to prolong it to make the watcher feel more uncomfortable but uh or the audience whatever you want to use um but in these moments it it wasn't about being uncomfortable it was just like okay that it's excessive (laughs) there's a lot of scenes where they're moving quickly remember um yeah yeah just a lot and it doesn't need to be that excessive maybe they just had fun doing it but yeah i I feel like this was definitely like an art student's project kind of a deal (laughs) Yeah, well, apparently, apparently it was a play beforehand. Oh, it was. That he turned into a film. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that about the play. Hmm. I wonder yeah. how that would have went. I looked up some trivia before, after I finished the film. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, um, so some moments were a little too long. Uh, you could tell they were limited on some of their capabilities in terms of uh their their effects and everything like that. Um, mm. pretty confusing, but. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like I said, I had a lot of fun watching it. I wasn't really disturbed. The only thing that disturbed me actually was when he put the metal in his leg. I was like, ooh. Yeah, that well, painful. That, that part didn't get to me. It was, well, there was a few things that, that really did. Oh. Um, it was, the pan one was the one that stuck out the most. Because like <laughs> I said, it's, it's one of those where it's just, it's just, it's it's a real life thing that you can feel. Yeah, so I thought kinda, that was cool. I was like, I was oh, like, oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what she was trying to gain from that. Like, oh, if I just burn your face, that'll be fine. That'll make it better. That'll uh, stop yeah, the metal from coming out of your face. <laughs> I guess she was a little bit uh, deranged at the moment, too, especially since she started yeah. having sex with him, even though he had a drill penis. Yeah, I don't That was... I like. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. I, yeah. The only thing that that made, like, where I went, I guess that makes sense now, oh, is hold on. because... Let me like... shut off this vacuum, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Really got to change the time for that damn thing. Well, it's only on Saturday. Yeah, but I gotta, I gotta change it. Uh, I, I might as well just change it for the whole freaking week. Like, make it go off yeah. either way earlier or way later. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just so well, that I was about doesn't... to be like, well, wouldn't you want it done before four o'clock? And then I realized uh, that's not the time zone you're on. <laughs> it could it could go off any time. It doesn't matter. Maybe I'll that's have it true. go off when I'm dead asleep in like three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. The the only thing that made me go, oh, I guess that makes sense now, mm-hmm. is when um you you fully get the flashback and you realize that you know they they're the ones who ran over. Um, the the metal guy. Yeah, because I was curious, why does this and, feel so targeted, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, and then she suddenly she's like, she just decides, uh, now that we've disposed of this dead body, let's fuck. Like after after seeing that, I was like, I guess her reaction to killing him makes sense now. Oh, but yeah. no. Yeah, like that right. was the only thing that made me think that now it wasn't out of character or like really stupid for her to be turned on by his grotesque body. Yeah. yeah. Or or by his death cuz I thought she thought she killed him cuz she stabbed him in the neck and he was bleeding out and she so she started licking his face. Yeah. Yeah, that's And true. like so maybe she just gets turned on by death. She could I be don't a bit, know. Yeah, she could be a bit of a necrophiliac. Yeah. Um which is interesting. That adds a little bit of a spin to her character that is a bit strange. But, like you said, I guess that would make it in character then. Mm-hmm. It, it made me on. feel like... Because I thought that was a bit ridiculous when that happened. and then But later when we saw that flash, flashback, like I said, I literally went, I guess that makes earlier make more sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But, um, so yeah, I guess... It just gets a little... It's just a weird movie with some body horror. You know, you got body parts being taken apart. And then by the end of the movie, they fuse into one and decide that they want to take over the whole world and make the whole world a metal world. Yeah, just which like I don't know if that was order. the other guy, like, taking control. but Because I, I really don't understand why the main guy would would be like, yeah, you know what? I think that's a good idea now. Well, you could tell that the metal kind of does something to them. It kind of messes with them. Because yeah. the girl who got infected by that metal piece in the train station went crazy. Mm. Uh, it took a lot longer for the guy to go crazy. Um, but after his girlfriend came into that bathroom and telling him, like, you know, you can show me. It takes a lot to shock me. And then he tries to kill her with his penis. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of penis stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah. That one scene where she she's just got like the most gee, I wonder what metaphor this is for. Uh, thing what, going with on the, with the breakfast. The breakfast. Yeah, don't you remember? Oh he was no, I was her well, yeah, there was, she was feeding like, her breakfast, but... and it was that loud metal like, <laughs> yeah, when she was eating it, and then she licked the that, sausage. That... That scene just got to me because I was like, man, these people are sweating more than a Michael Bay film. Dude, there was so much, like, sweating. Everyone was uh, wet and, and it, sweating. It, just, uh, it grossed me out. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, think that maybe grossed to. me it's out more than to. everything else in the film. Because yeah, I was just like, wipe to. your face, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to. Um, but overall, I thought it was interesting. You you were basically seeing these, these people, these humans, kind of slowly change and become not humans. It was like... I guess yeah. the best thing I could describe this as would be the blob meets the thing meets metal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, the thing, they, they are transforming these people into something else. The only thing that's different is that the thing is is trying to pretend 
and it's more like a parasite. This thing, the metal is turning them into monsters and wants to infect even more people and isn't care yeah. doesn't care about subtlety or trying to blend and it, in. Yeah. Do I want to go far enough to try and dissect it and say, is that a metaphor for like no. technology today? I do not. Considering it's 1989, so we're getting toward where that was starting. Yeah, but I don't know. It, see, it just doesn't feel like that to me maybe we'll have to watch more of the trilogy to really get a larger i mean i don't know if we'll get more from the trilogy other than a guy uh kept returning to the well after running out of ideas because <laughs> one of them well one of them is 1992 so it's only three years later but the other one's 2009 and generally when there's a gap oh, wow. that far between that is pretty it's far. like yeah. mm, is it that you wanted to make a third movie, or is it that you forgot how to do anything else? <laughs> well, because this is a relatively popular movie. It's, it's known yeah. as one of the better body horror movies. Um, because in terms of body horror, yeah, it, it makes a whole lot of sense. It's not just people being dismembered and, you know, uh, gore. It's not that. It's uh, it's more so. It plays more into the fact that um, we're watching and having to decide as an audience when this human is no longer human, you know, and and yeah. when they are, when their transformation is complete. When do we stop looking at them as a human, and when do we see them as as a monster or a blob or a mess of metal and, and destruction? So it's like, yeah, uh, it's interesting in in that matter. You know. Yeah, and I don't really know if I have that kind of opinion on the film of like what at what point he stops being a man because I feel like they're still both men at the end. They're not like I said. I I kind of didn't get that they were going crazy from it. I kind of felt like it's it felt like just outside of maybe the first woman who like attacked him in the bathroom, mm -hmm. but she was clearly being controlled not by the by the iron, but by um but by uh the the fetishist see i don't think she was being controlled though not by i don't think she was being controlled by him he okay. appeared to be just a like he just seemed like he was watching it all through the perspective because you know we but have he this... was getting affected by being beaten up by yeah when he was when getting, she was getting when beaten he was getting, he was getting like affected yeah but i have a feeling like it's because in the end we see them conjoin and become one I feel like mm -hmm. it's it's the metal infection or whatever it is has kind of like a like a sentient or like a one mind kind of consciousness, you know what I mean? Okay, so because she was metal, it wasn't that he was controlling her, it's that he was affecting metal stuff. That he was able to see it and and be affected by yeah. it, yeah. And then, you know, it was it was all craziness. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but to yeah. be honest, I really enjoyed it. I did too. Like I said, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was. really, like, it kept me intrigued. I needed to pay attention. I wanted to pay attention. Yeah. It didn't, like, uh, some scenes were too long. That was it. But, uh, they weren't so long that I stopped watching. But I have my gripes here and there, but I did enjoy it. And it was fun. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun to see what, what they did and how they did it with what you can tell was a very small budget let me let me look up that budget real quick yeah i thought it was really impressive with just the fact that it, it felt like like i said all the all the artistic choices weren't there because someone was trying to be so to speak pretentious it was there because 
uh, you had somebody who who didn't have a lot of money to do the effects that he wanted, so he had to find a roundabout way to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like the weird like cutting to somebody laughing was like to cut between scenes was like, oh, we don't know how to get from here to here. Mm-hmm. Let's do a j- really jarring sound so that it'll bring people back in and we get to get to the next bit. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's clever. That's well done. Like that was that was that was good. Instead of doing like a fade or something like that, you you were like, what can we do to just kind of keep the pace, keep it going, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. do what we can out of not having a lot of options. <laughs> yeah, you know, I will say this. Um, I really loved the actors. They were all yeah. just like hundred percent in for it. Um, the woman especially was very interesting. She was really good. Yeah, like both of the women in this, like the the girl yeah. from the train station, she was crazy. I loved watching. She her. was uh, the and then the girlfriend, the the woman who is uh the necrophiliac. <laughs> yeah, she was also really interesting and crazy and just like especially the way during that... that dream sequence, she was going full out. <laughs> oh yeah, and the way that they were, their faces were contorting. Every actor in the movie was just like really went went hard mm. for their for everything and i really i enjoyed it and i enjoyed the uh enjoyed the way it went uh, there was a couple of things that didn't make sense like the homeless man who was beaten on the dude's face um yeah that didn't make any sense but you know that's all right <laughs> <laughs> it, it it like i have no idea anything about that i don't know if that homeless man was a flashback to him getting hit in the face maybe the homeless man is the one who put the metal in his head like you said i think that mm-hmm. could be what they were uh what they were hinting at there um whether this has a larger meaning is another thing to think about but honestly i don't want to think too hard on it because the movie is fun even without that thought you know what i mean mm-hmm. so what do you what yeah do you no it's, yeah you're right yeah it's definitely really fun yeah if I start thinking too hard about it, the movie will probably start to lose its fun to me. <laughs> but uh, I, I yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give my rating real quick, and then you could talk more about it. But I, I would give this a probably like a six and a half, seven. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Probably more than more of a six than a seven, to be honest. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say six. Um, I'll be honest. I think I'd give it a seven. Yeah, you'd give us so we're we're around about the same same number. Yeah, very close. But I think because it's it gets as much as I like you said I have a few gripes with it, and it, I like I would probably maybe normally give something like this, like if if it was missing a few other factors I'd give it a six. But the thing that brings it to a seven is the creativity of the barriers that they were faced, of the fact that it's very low budget, and it kind of shows and doesn't show. I think there's an element of you would. Like it, it could have been a lot worse of a low budget mm-hmm. film, but they were really clever and really intelligent with how they edited the whole film together. Yeah, to make it feel less less low budget and more artistic. Mm-hmm. And they used their their kind of what's the word? I'm I'm not looking for barriers. I'm looking for like they're like the things that were just getting in there. Like they, they used their 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 lack of funds and their lack of anything else to just to as a way to be creative instead mm-hmm. of saying we can't do that. So we'll do the best thing we can. We're like, we'll just, we'll do, you know, yeah something and just kind of fade over it or, or just kind of try and ignore it. They just went, well, what can we do to make it look 
like what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Like I said, with the like them sliding across the floor with the like metal rocket shoes. Mm-hmm. Like instead of being like, well, we can't do that. We'll do, you know, we'll do something. We'll just have them run really fast and we'll speed up the thing. Instead, they were like, well, why don't we do this choppy thing? So that way their feet are still on the ground. Yeah. But if we do it earlier in the film as well, it doesn't seem random later when we do it. No, yeah, it'll 100%, feel like this is yeah, just how it's already been. That's really so true, people are yeah. used to it. Mm-hmm. You want to hear? And I was like, that was really clever. That is that is that is clever. I didn't think about that. But you want to hear something interesting? Mm-hmm. So, I think this movie could have benefited from a like another person to help them out with editing. I think mm-hmm. if they had another person to help out with editing, um, it could be a lot better because it would cut down on some of those unnecessary things, but also make certain parts a little better or stronger. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so the the director uh, Shinya Sukamoto, he's mm-hmm. actually. He's the metal fetishist. Yeah, yeah. I've been looking at IMDb this whole time, so yeah, I'm kind of going through the like all the cinematographer. <laughs> besides the director, is actually mm-hmm. the woman. Yeah, and yeah. she actually has directed a few films. Apparently, really, I would like to see that. I've been, like I said, I've been on IMDb, kind of staring at all their stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. Yeah, but um, I really think, I really think, if they had another editor in there. That it would have been, f- mm-hmm. but this is totally just like, hey man, we're all a bunch of friends. Let's just film yeah. this movie, and I love that. I love that so much. And it, to be honest, if we had made something like this, dude, that'd be amazing. <laughs> man, I could not have dreamt of trying to make a movie like this. Like that, like that'd be amazing, right? It, yeah, it would have been amazing because we would have uh, pulled off way higher than our talent probably allowed. Yeah, this is there's, yeah. there's so much talent that that. And so much time that went behind making this movie, mm. you know, it was ridiculous. Like, just, yeah, yeah. So I, that's what I was thinking. Like, it would have been crazy. It would have been amazing. Yeah. Apparently, she did the costume design as well for the movie. Did she? Or probably helped a bit. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like in terms of, like you said, it was probably friends. It was probably like it was probably the three people in the film, just like <laughs> all together in a in a shitty apartment making costumes for this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had to get one location, which was that metal. The, the metal uh, plant, I guess. The metal factory. Like the factory? Yeah. yeah. That was probably the only location they really needed to, to get. Yeah. Everywhere oh, else is probably just like an alley that they found. Yeah, it's like, like, uh, we're just going <laughs> yeah, to film real quick. Edwood style. <laughs> no permits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it's... it's it, Yeah, it's, like I said, it's it's super low budget. Silly, uh, really, really does a good job of trying to not show the low budgetness like in a low budget way it shows it in like a no we're just trying to be clever and artistic with what we're doing mm-hmm. um and what was i gonna, i was gonna say something about that also that and i can't remember now oh no it's gone <laughs> oh, i can't remember god damn it damn it reese this is a fucking podcast <laughs> you're supposed about... to know oh the editing oh yeah um the 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 length of the film could also be the fact that you do need to be 90 minutes to be considered a feature length film oh so and considering the movie's an hour and seven minutes maybe seven minutes could have been taken off but i mean it could have been at this point they're like we need to kind of the scenes went on a bit long but they did need to stretch it out to be considered a feature length film oh gotcha yeah and it it would have been difficult as hell to go back and film (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's like... It would have been. You could tell they were kind of reaching the end of their... Uh, I don't want to say the end of their creativity, but the end of the story. Like, you couldn't really say too much more. Yeah. Uh, That's what I meant by after that scene with the, the guy beating him up with the wrench mm-hmm. or the, the pipe or whatever. That scene went um, on for a while, too. <laughs> that went on for a while. Yeah. Um, And then... Yeah, and then after that, I was like, oh, well, that's clearly the end of the film. And it wasn't. And it just kept going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you give it a 7. I give it a 6. 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. I give it a 6 out of 10. Um, definitely, I, I suggest if you like um, if you like weird body horror <laughs> slash uh, just kind of like weird Japanese movies, I highly suggest it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely suggest. If I knew... Somebody was really into horror movies. Yeah. And they were like, maybe, maybe I would even say like people who are not really into subtitles. There's, there's not many subtitles to oh, read. So yeah, I'd still there, probably suggest it to them. There's but so if I knew somebody was into horror movies, yeah. I'd be like, dude, watch this. <clears throat> if you like that. really interesting visual storytelling, watch this movie. Yeah. Because there's a lot of it. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> and I they uh, never good. really showed his drill penis. After he fully transformed, that just went away. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, "Is that going to be there the I'm, whole I'm film?" I'm starting to draw parallels here um, between between the traditional uh, play acting of Japanese plays. I forget what it's called, but there's a type of play acting that highly emphasizes facial expressions as well as visual storytelling. <laughs> Really? Okay. So I cannot remember the name of it. Let me, let me look it up real quick. But that makes okay. a whole lot of sense now. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Like I said, um, I was when I was I read kind of I was looking at the the uh, trivia just as the film kind of started, um, and there's only like three things on here, which is like a it used to be a, a play that he'd written, hmm. <laughs> um, and that's that's basically all all there is for trivia. <laughs> Let's see. Trivia is the music is by somebody named Machine Gun. Um, oh, sorry, no. Por- portions of the film are used in the music video for by uh, for Machine Gun. Mm. Um, he wrote, directed, and performed this as a play in college. Um, it's on a list of thousand one movies to see before you die. Except uh, it was actually later omitted from that list, <laughs> but is still mentioned in the introduction as an example of cult films. Hmm. that's the only trivia for the film which is crazy because as you said like um the 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 fact that like so much of this is like clearly a bunch of friends behind the scenes making a movie Uh you'd think there'd be like a million things of like oh during the prop development something happened and this person had to fucking run across town and get this and fix that and you'd expect those kind of stories to be there but Uh it doesn't seem so yeah, I always get upset when there's not like a fucking metric shit ton of trivia <laughs> for a film. It's so hard. I, yeah. Like that's half my favorite part of movies. Is yeah, just reading yeah. through the trivia. Yeah, trivia is a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, this one just doesn't have a whole lot because <laughs> this is yeah. kind of a it's very very few. Um, what's it called? Things that these people have done. Like yeah. they really haven't done much yet. This one was very popular since you could find this movie in a lot of places or on a lot of lists of people say hey go watch <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. i would almost be i, I i'd probably assume that 
considering the type of film it is and like the fact that like all of them were working on it making it themselves mm-hmm. um and that it was originally a play i wouldn't be shocked if they're just like normally theater actors and like, yeah they just they happen to make a film that would make sense that would make sense yeah just because of how uh their expressions were all very large very big um there was a lot of movement like a ton of movement in a lot of their scenes uh, yeah which is something you want to do when you're yeah that's that, sorry that's what i was i was getting to is when i watched the at the beginning i saw the trivia and i saw that and like that kind of did inform a lot of me watching the film mm-hmm. of like being like i can see how this would be a play and how a lot of the changes they had to make to make it a film but also some of the choices they made that were like quote-unquote like artistic choices mm-hmm. were clearly because there was a, there was a need for transition between uh film and and play and some of them didn't work like i didn't get why you saw a scene of the the uh, the metal fetishist like running all the way over to the guy's house but then he still teleported through her body like he still like yeah, came out of the I extra s- i was like so then why did we just watch him show up because if he's gonna do that already like the whole time yeah just do it <laughs> yeah just do that yeah i saw that too um, i was like what the hell uh okay <laughs> So I feel like I feel like that's that's one of the situations where clearly in the stage production it was probably you know somebody she just ducked behind a curtain and then came out and it was the the villain mm-hmm. and you were like oh shit like or something <laughs> something akin to that mm-hmm. but because it was a film they were like oh well we can show him go in there now <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah damn dude um so that was tetsuo the iron man <laughs> i like tetsuo the iron man yeah um i think that's probably one of the the shortest discussions on a film we've had but you know well, the it movie was is only film. an hour yeah it's like we can yeah there's not too much more to say about this movie other than what we've already yeah, said really not. yeah yeah not not much at all not much oh hey but there was something i wanted to ask you um that yes. was before this was before we started the podcast uh, but but we agreed to save it for the podcast Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, I, for, I was like, "Saber for the podcast." I never brought it up. <laughs> yeah, so, so I was recently watching a video about uh, like some disturbing films. You know, about fifty percent of the films I saw in there, I've seen as well, um, such as uh, th- things like Serbian film and all that stuff. Um, yeah, and it just kind of got more and more more disturbing. And I, I've learned a little bit too. Like I've never heard of Mondo films, but now I have. Um, and What's seems... that, Italian films? No, Mondo is... I think one of them is Italian. But um, what does Mondo mean again? I forget what uh, language Mondo is. What does Mondo mean in Italian? The world. The world? Then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got to be it then. Um, let me look it up real quick. I'm just going to double check that. Um, English to Italian? It does mean, it does mean world race. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought so. I was like, now you make me question myself. Mondo Kane. Mondo Kane is the most popular one. It's called A Dog's Life, or that's uh, that's what Mondo Kane is, is, is called. Okay. Uh, I think that's what its translation is. Let me find out. But anyways, Mondo films are essentially... Okay, so that stands for Doggish World, um, which is a mild Italian profanity, Mondo Kane. So it's Italian. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> so 
Uh, Mondo films actually seems kind of interesting, but uh, they're pretty exploitative. Um, so they're not exactly like great films to recommend, I'd say. Uh, just because they're... Well, at least for Mondo Kane's case, it was from 1962. Uh, that basically took what we see as, as like normal in our side of the world and then looks at it from another perspective that might seem crazy uh for example okay. they use terms of like oh yeah well you see how we have pets over here and we treat our dogs nicely well in this savage nation savage people they use inappropriate terms to describe these other cultures and, and people they raise mm -hmm. dogs to eat them and that is what they use as their source of food and of course to them that's normal to us it's or to some people, they find it terrifying or horrible. Yeah. You know, and it's just, Not we're different puppies. people. We live in, living in different worlds, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's how they would phrase it in their movie that is not uh appropriate i think <laughs> yeah. you know by calling them savages and such like that's not that's not right but uh so that's why i would say it's exploitative you take these people they don't know you, what you're saying about them they don't know what you're filming and you yeah. say these terrible things but um but but i might be interested in some other type of mondo films from this genre so the genre is more about uh it's like a documentary style film that is pretty much like a no intervention kind of documentary. So if something terrible happens in that documentary and you're watching it, yeah, you you aren't going to do anything about it. You're just filming purely for perspective and viewership. Yeah. But this includes real life death, real life, uh, you know, murder and and whatever, uh, you know, animal slaughter and all that shit, you know, um, because it's only specifically viewing and it. it's not. I am interested to watch one, maybe two films, but it was a. Uh, for a film back in 1962, this was definitely one of the most shocking things that came out. Um, yeah. And again, this was an, an Italian documentary, so that's uh, for foreign films, Reese, if you want to watch uh, watch that. But I don't know how much you like documentaries. I've never really been a huge fan of documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is in the... Yeah. These are in the... I guess you could say the... Uh, the genre of shockumentaries, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, what a genre name! I know it's it. because it's supposed to be shocking. You know, it is. It is shocking for a lot of people. It's like, oh my god, mm -hmm. they eat dogs. Ah, they eat the puppies, the savages. <laughs> yeah, and we eat little piglets. Yeah, for their some tasty people think ass... those are cute. I think pig piglets are cute. They're cute. Think little... I think pigs are cute in general. You they know? are. It's still... also tasty. I'd... Yeah, I'd still kill them for food. Yeah, oh, I'd probably feel bad doing it, but when I'm eating that bacon, mm, I don't feel bad mm. anymore. I just it makes all the bad go away. I'm having steak tonight. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get old, get old Bessie and cut her throat. <laughs> no. Jesus, no, 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 I'm kidding. But uh, anyway, uh, so my question to you is going to be: What do you find more disturbing, fake death okay. in a movie? Uh, you know, movies that portray like really gruesome fake deaths or mm -hmm. real death, whether it be gruesome or not. Um, it depends. Most of the time it's probably going to be real death. Yeah. You find, um, the real death but I think a film, uh, it doesn't have to be gruesome. I think more of just like the idea of pain and loss is it like, that's more terrible. Like if it's a scene of somebody being brutally murdered, Mm -hmm. that's like that doesn't really affect me but if it's like 
you know, somebody just had a simple car accident and then it just like shows the the effect on their family and stuff like that. Like that gets to me yeah. more. So because like yeah. in my head it's not about the death, it's about the the ripple effect of pain that it causes across everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That 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 does tend to make it more uh, I guess you could say real though when when that happens but mm-hmm. maybe not real is real's wrong word but it makes it m- makes you sympathize more or whatever yeah because yeah. it's just like it's just the just the the what yeah like i said what gets to me isn't the death it's like the you know say somebody was like you know on their way to go you know play baseball yeah. like just with their friends yeah. like that's just their weekly activity and they're on their way and it's like and like my brain just goes oh i won't get to do that then mm-hmm. sad mm-hmm. could have at least let them play the baseball first <laughs> yeah like that's where my brain goes of like what 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 suddenly you're unable to do once you die mm-hmm. like the idea that once you're dead you've missed out on something so if you showed me a video and you just it was just a video of somebody dying but with no context of like their life or what they've accomplished or what they wanted to accomplish yeah. i'd probably be affected less than if i was told you know oh they and next week they were you know going back to college so like, oh, so here's they the really wanted that <laughs> what's a fictional death that really got you fictional death that really got to me yeah no oh, i don't i don't know oh yeah uh Lars and the Real Girl. That always hurts. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I haven't seen that in a long time. Who, who that dies? Where, you, where he just, like, takes the doll into the water, and then he's like, she drowned. Oh! <laughs> Dude, that was sad. It was that sad. Was it sad. was very sad. But I forgot about that. Like, in, in hindsight, it's funny. Dude, that's a good movie. Yeah. Oh, man. I, it is I a, it's actually movie. a really good movie. Yeah. I really rate that film. I really like that movie. Oh, man, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's a, that's a crazy movie. Um, For me, a fictional death that I was just like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, I didn't watch I didn't watch the show for a little while after the death. Um, the Asian guy in The Walking Dead, I forget his name. Oh, yeah, I heard about yeah oh, everyone being sad when that person died like the thing is it's like you know his so you know all those things that you were talking about that makes you feel bad for someone yeah but also it was out of nowhere Mm. i did not expect that shit and then he's murdered in front of his uh his pregnant wife yeah yeah like brutally fucking brutal and that's a scene that okay so that's a scene that goes on for a long fucking time but it is 100% 100% necessary for that to go on for a long time. because It's it, the scene it, with the, with, uh, what's his name with the bat, yeah, right? Yeah, he smashes in his skull. He beats the shit in his face. Yeah. And it goes in, goes on for a real long time, but it's like meant to go on for a long time to really make the yeah. audience feel terrible. That really made me feel terrible. And I've watched, I've watched Real Death, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of messed up things, but mm-hmm. that made me feel really, really bad. Like, that was a... Is there a, is there a death that, like a real life death that you've seen that not like specifically like you've seen it, but like that made you just go like, "Oh, that's fucking terrible." Um, like maybe in a documentary where they're like, and then two weeks later they died. Well, so uh, probably, um, so there's this video, right? I've never seen it, but uh, I was always too scared to see it. But it's very sad. It's a snuff film called Daisy's Destruction. Okay. And maybe I shouldn't be talking about it, but it's really. <laughs> really messed up 
Um, and that makes you really, really sad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just about this, uh, this child gets kidnapped and uh, her death is recorded and filmed. And the way that this guy defiles the corpse after killing it as well as oh, Jesus. as well as uh, defiling the the child while she's alive. It's just it's just the saddest thing. And sorry, why is this a thing that exists? Snuff films exist, Reese. I know snuff films exist, but so, like, yeah, yeah, people yeah. are horrible. There's people a lot are horrible. of terrible people out there. Now, whether or not Daisy's destruction is an actual real event or a real movie is kind of difficult. Because it's yeah. it's it's kind of difficult to find out for sure, because mm-hmm. a lot of it is um, you know, there's a lot of people who are like trying to figure it out, figure who it who it is. Uh, the guy has apparently been arrested or whatever, but there there's a lot of like backstory behind all of that. But uh, just on that alone, from from what we've heard of, is it's one of the more messed up snuff films, um, you know. And and saying that is stupid because. All snuff films are terrible. It's people yeah. dying. Uh, there was one that I did see, though, that has stuck with me for a while. Um, I don't want to say it made me feel bad, because I... Like I said, I just I just felt terrible after watching... Um, after watching the, uh, the Walking Dead one. I'm not, mm-hmm. not going to answer that. Someone's calling me. But anyway, uh, <laughs> there was this one on Faces of Death 3, I think is the one I watched. Mm-hmm. Where this uh, guy who's in a sane asylum gets a hold of a screwdriver and holds a nurse hostage, and the cops, they have the body cams, they go in there, and instead of shooting the guy or tasing the guy, you know, they obviously try to try to calm him down, but he doesn't calm yeah. down, and he ends up stabbing the nurse in the neck with the screwdriver, and I saw mm-hmm. that, and that was really sad. Um, she ended up yeah. dying, and that was a sad one. Yeah, I that's always you, really, because essentially, you know, she's she's only there to try and help people yeah the, the the ones that don't make me sad are like the ones when people die on accident you know like this guy was yeah bungee jumping and the they actually measured the bungee cord incorrectly and uh, he ends up just slamming face first into the ground dies that still makes me sad because i'm just like oh <laughs> i was never get shocked. to bungee again <laughs> i was more shocked but i wasn't like yeah oh no my side my insides feel sad i was more shocked <laughs> um yeah like yeah it's sad but yeah, but but the fictional death that got me the most, man, that was a, that was a fucked up scene. Holy crap! I really don't know so if I can bad. think of. I've been trying, but I can't think of a fictional death that really got. That's to the me. only one that ever got to me. The only one. Oh my god, it's just so gut wrenching. Like Jesus, I watched that and I was like, "How is this ever on TV? This is a very brutal scene." Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. But um. Yeah, that's uh, that was a question I wanted to ask you. <laughs> like but I also wanted to mention there's a documentary called uh, "Dear Zachary," mm-hmm. and it's it's fucking depressing. Why? What's, it's, what's up with Zachary? It's about this guy named Andrew. Who, Not Zachary. Uh, was... No, no, he he was um, he was murdered by this crazy bitch he was dating. Mm-hmm. Like she literally just straight up murdered him. Um, and the documentary is by his best friend who was a doc, he's a documentary filmmaker. And he just like, was like, well, I'll make a film about my best friend's life. Mm-hmm. And as in the middle of him making it, um, he gets a call from somebody and er, when, when she was summoned to court 
you know, five, five or six months later, she's five to six months pregnant. And she's no. like, yeah, it's, it's Andrew's kid. Oh, my God. And uh, the parents of Andrew are literally said they're like, yeah, we figured we were going to kill ourselves because we're like 70 and we don't have anything left in life. And our son was murdered. Um, but now we found out that we have a grandson or a grandchild. Um, and basically the court ruled to not make her give up the kid. And so they had to file for visitation rights where they had to sit and stomach a relationship with the woman they know murdered their son so they could have a relationship with their grandchild. Oof. That's and the child's name is Zachary. And the movie is uh, basically, you know, here's a little document, doc- uh, like documentary about your father so that you know who he is. And do you know what? That description is not even the saddest part of the whole thing. It gets worse. It spirals into worse from there. <laughs> oh, yeah, how? <clears throat> I'm not going to tell you. I, I want to know. It sounds. I'm intrigued, man. It sounds. Oh, uh, so I could tell up. you, but it, it's okay. Spoiler: If you do, do want to watch that documentary, even though it's very sad, please um, skip okay. forward like a minute or so, <laughs> and I'll tell Marcos. Um, yeah. In the end, she. I forget exactly why, but she kills herself and the baby. Oh, because no. she's nuts. That's so sad. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the kid doesn't, by the end of the documentary, he's like, I don't even know why I'm making it now, because this whole movie was supposed to be for you to learn about your dad, but now you didn't even make it to, like, three years old. Yeah, that's so depressing. Yeah, it's really depressing. Wow. Dude, that's that's, that's the most, like, that's the one where I, I got the other movie and I was just kind of broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty tough. That was my faith in humanity gone. Well, we got to reestablish that faith, Reese. We got to reestablish <laughs> that faith. So, no. what's okay. what is the next movie that you're going to be? I mean, we're not ended the oh, podcast yeah. yet. We still got some time, but I'm just curious. What is the next movie? Um, the next movie yeah. is Space Jam Two. No, Come on in, Jam, and welcome. No, I just saw there's a trailer for it. I just, I don't even know. Should I watch it? Uh, no. 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 Okay. I, I watched the trailer. I, I, so I went to the movie yesterday. Go see Kong versus yeah. Gojira, and I loved it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just a fun kaiju movie. Have fun and go watch. <laughs> but uh, uh, they had the preview for or a commercial for um, Space Jam Two. And it makes no fucking sense. Like, great. I mean, neither did the first oh! one. Not really, but I feel like I made more. Sorry, sense. I just I found the the on screen death that I'd say. Oh, what is got it? me the most? What is it? Um, it was definitely the death in La Hen. Have you seen La Hen? No. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello? Yeah. Oh, I, I, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you have you seen it or no? No, no, I haven't. Okay. Oh man, I don't even know if I should tell you, just because the film is really good. Uh, hold on, I feel like we've watched. I feel like we've watched some movies where the on-screen death was really sad. Or the yeah, the we have. Was, yeah, I, I was gonna say. Well, it wasn't. Like... It's not. The, I, I guess that one doesn't count as really sad. It's just. It just like you just get you get shocked like so much, but but from the death in land. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I feel like I watched it when I was w with, like, hanging out with you once. It's got like baby Vincent Cassell. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't I don't know, dude. I don't know. Okay. Anyhow, I'll spoil that one for you. It's basically like it's a film about these friends and like it's it's about these they're they're um like uh low income minority households in suburb Paris. Mm -hmm. So and basically there's a riot with the cops and they one of the guys stole one of the cops one of the cops guns and he's like uh, if our friend dies in the hospital because of being beaten up by the cops i'm gonna kill a cop mm -hmm. and the whole movie is like them debating that and then like at the end of the film a cop just pops him in the face <laughs> damn like right when he goes to his friend you're right violence just breeds violence here's the gun i realized that you were correct and then a cop just pulls up and just like recognizes him from the riots and just pops him in the face jesus christ yeah it's messed up yeah <laughs> but yeah and it's you. just like it's it's just the fact that like he's like learned his lesson yeah. but then like it still brings the same concept up as like okay well you could fight back and then kill a cop but like that just means cops are going to be more angry at you and mm -hmm. kill you so then do you kill cops yeah. or do you let them like it just it's it's this it's not an easy answer and i think the amount of times i've watched it i still don't think the movie really the, i think the movie doesn't give you an answer mm -hmm. it's just you know yeah yeah man um you know people are, are terrible even if they're cops yeah. people are terrible <laughs> and there's a line in the movie where it's about like uh, they that they keep repeating where they're saying um there's a story about a man who jumps from a building and he keeps saying so far so good so far so good but it's <laughs> not the falling that's it's not the falling that's the danger it's the hitting the ground mm -hmm. well, and like that's just supposed to be obviously be what the the film is but also the director said that he wanted to just make a movie where it was like about someone's last day mm -hmm. like alive but like they just it's just, but not like make it about that like just be like because of the fact that death being kind of random yeah so, like, just a standard day and someone's like, he just goes to the fucking theater and fucks around for, like, sneaks into the theater and watches half a movie because he's bored at one point. Like, mm -hmm. like that's how normal and monotonous his day is. Yeah, yeah. God, there's a movie that I saw where someone just kind of dies randomly and I just can't remember, but, like, I, I recall the shocked feeling that I had and, like, whoa, what the fuck, mm -hmm. man? Why? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it should just happen sometimes. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a movie I want to watch though. It's a Japanese film. I, I like getting into Japanese cinema. I think it's fun. Um, mm -hmm. See, see what other cultures kind of produce. You know, you I think that's just our like that's the French that's movie. our the, yeah the guy who likes the French movies, which is you. <laughs> and <laughs> you're the guy who likes the Japanese. Films. I'm the guy who likes the weird Japanese shit. Yeah. Um, oh, hold on. There's this I wanted to say about about uh, Tetsuya the Iron Man. Um, for this kind of movie, you know, I mean, it gives me like these weird vibes. It's kind of like weird or whatever, and there's a little bit of body horror to it. Um, I would definitely say, and, and there's long extended scenes and whatever. Uh, some of the stuff's weird. It's a different movie, but I would like if someone was like, "Hey, you want to watch this kind of a movie?" I would prefer Racerhead. <laughs> okay. I'd prefer. I didn't really. I don't really care for a Razorhead. I, I kind of would prefer this one. So but good. one of the reasons I enjoyed this over a Razorhead is that this movie's so fast paced and hard hitting. Whereas it is a Razorhead is just paced. fucking 
like it's a slow burn it's a slow burn but slow oh burn. does it burn <laughs> <laughs> i love Eraserhead. it's so good <laughs> yeah no it's it's a good movie but i would definitely if somebody was like do you want to watch a, a weird experimental body horror black and white film i'd be like you want to watch tetsuo yeah i'd be like uh oh let's watch Eraserhead. i'll show you that and then yeah, show them a racer head, and then I'll go ahead and show them Twin Peaks while I'm at it. <laughs> Man, Twin Peaks. I haven't seen Twin Peaks since like high school. I, I always start it and never finish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't think I've I think I've seen the ending once, like the actual last episode. Oh, I've never. Whatever seen you want to count as the last episode. Yeah, I know. I've never seen it because I've not seen the new show version thing. What they have a new one. Dumb. Well, yeah, the one that was like tw- not like like it was it was like probably eight eight or nine years ago. Now they did it. Oh, okay. They did like a revival, couple shows, th- couple episodes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, that just sounds like a money grab. Uh, my mom's downstairs watching The Godfather right now. Oh, I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dumbest. I think that's the dumbest joke you've ever come out with. <laughs> probably, probably. But anyhow, movie. That we're going to watch next week. Yes. It is. Are you ready? Yes. Because it's so French, there isn't even a English title for Let it. Let me guess. It's called like Le Croix Croissant or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's Plan Soleil. Plan Soleil. Uh, which means like full sun. All right. Like I don't really know how I translate that because it, it put literally that in just the, uh, in the... yeah I'll put that in the Discord. <laughs> you put that in the Discord for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. And let me make sure. I mean, I don't think I'm gonna have this issue because it's not a Chinese film. But <laughs> let me yeah. make sure I can get this shit in America. So it's it's 1960. So technically, I like the 60s. It's I like it. French New Wave. Yeah. Um. In terms of the time period, it's around the time that French New Wave was happening. But I don't know if it's actually a French New Wave film, like if it's in that category. But the reason I chose it is because I was going through my watch list of like things that I've put on my list to watch. To mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so that way it's one that we've both not seen. And I just saw this and I looked at it and I went, I have no memory of why this is in my list. And <laughs> that was basically ah, why I chose it. <laughs> I got it. It is entirely for free uploaded on youtube are you serious an hour and 57 minutes 1960 hd 720p wow uh purple noon is actually what they're calling purple noon yeah um it is not fully available in the uk (laughs) it is unfortunately something i will probably have to get on oh yeah it does say purple noon yeah yeah but yeah no my amazon uh or my imdb just says it says the title is just Plan Soleil. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the That's American it. translation or, or the English translation would be uh, would be Purple Noon. But that's not really the translation. Because <laughs> it literally means full sun. Well, apparently it means purple sun. <laughs> purple sunshine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At noon. Yeah. About midday. At noon. Yeah. Midday. <laughs> uh, interesting. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I don't actually no, because me uh, like midday midi is what noon is in French. Because I was like maybe noon is you know because full sun would be like around noon time I guess. But uh, who knows? I but know. uh, I, that's I just the clue. that's just the American English title. I keep saying American, yeah. but I, I should say just English English title. 
Yeah. Well, over here in the UK, that there's not a fucking title for it other than that, and that's because, um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they'll probably come up with one after Brexit. <laughs> the Brexit the thing. They're yeah. like, now the Brexit is a thing. We're gonna have to come up with actual fucking titles. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking. But yeah, so, so uh, you don't know anything. It about It seems this? interesting. Like the the yeah. All I all I know is that it's on my watch list, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I don't know when I came across this and put it on. Um, I don't really recognize any of the names outside of uh, Rene Clément is a French New Wave director oh, okay. um but most of his films are like world war ii films oh <laughs> like you know like uh world war ii isn't that terrible let's talk about it that kind of films yeah um uh, these people were part of the french resistance and we won yay like that those kind of films mm-hmm. <laughs> um whereas this one is just like it seems like almost catch me if you can but french because like the only <laughs> description here on imdb is tom ripley is a talented mimic moocher forger and all-around criminal improviser but there is one more thing uh one more there's sorry but there's more to tom ripley than even he can guess nice it's like okay great yeah (laughs) sounds great it does i want to watch it and it's a crime thriller with that as their you know as their tagline Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm down that sounds great (laughs) me too that sounds really interesting and i cannot wait watch it to read all those subtitles it's just gonna be it's just gonna be oh oh shit i already got something spoiled damn it i need to get out of here okay <laughs> fuck <laughs> what did you, what page were you on i was just on youtube <laughs> you're just on youtube oh, okay what did you like skip forward to no, like i just the scrolled actual down movie? a little bit and i saw Ponsley murder scene and i was like oh no now oh, i know no. there's gonna be a murder well now you told me <laughs> shit I, well you asked so that's fair, I guess. Now Not you really. know there's going to be fair. a murder scene in this thriller. I mean, it's said a crime thriller. Yeah, I crime half thriller. expected a murder. I know. <laughs> it's not too much of a spoiler, except the fact that I saw the setting in the in the preview. Yeah, uh, I always I was kind of don't like that with um like posters. If posters have like a scene from the film. Oh yeah. And like, cause then when we get to that set, I'm like, oh well, I know something probably pretty important is going to happen now mm-hmm. because. It's on the poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, this will be a nice uh, change of pace. Uh, we, we did a bunch <laughs> of westerns. Now we did this weird uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man. And uh, and now we're going back to our roots. Now we're going back French to films. the French films. And it'll be nice yes. for a little bit here. And then uh, exactly. I might suggest a kaiju movie for some fun. <laughs> you know? Gotta, you gotta kick the... I oh, wouldn't mind watching Shin Godzilla, so I'm not, like, angry about it, but no, the same Shin time. Shin Godzilla here is really, really good. Yeah. That, well, yeah, I said yeah. that. I brought it up. I said it. it like, the reason... I, I think the, um, uh, the, the, the 2014 one was okay, but, like, all I've heard is, like, people go, no, 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 if you thought that was good, this one's so much better. Well, like, that's all I ever hear. I mean, if you've gone response. back, if you watch the 2014 one... It's it's not okay. It's bad. It's just not good. <laughs> is it bad? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was great, but I gave it. I think I gave it a six out of ten. No, oh, dude, it's it's bad. It's worse. It's than worse that. than that. It's worse okay. than that. Yeah. Because it's like, it's just stupid. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, the the CGI is kind of good. It's I mean, it's dated, but it's just like, this movie, it's it sucks. I would rather watch. Um, if you want a movie that's like that, you know, 
watch, just go watch Independence Day. It's a much better movie of something like that. Yeah, you know, of I mean? just like stupid, of just kind big, of big Hollywood. The, the world is ending, or shit's being oh, uh, destroyed. Give me, give me two seconds. Sorry. Yeah. Hello. <clears throat> oh, you don't have to if you don't. Yeah, just a bit of salt, pepper, and then if you want some like thyme or something, or just some herbs on it, just to let it sit in that with the foil or some foil around it. Okay. If it's just gonna be salt and pepper, then you don't need to let it sit in a rub. It's really, it, it's really if you're gonna add. Well, you can if you want, <laughs> but yeah, because it's only if you're adding herbs and spices that you need to let it sit with the meat for a bit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, we're having steak, and I, 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 when I was downstairs, I was like, oh, do, do we want to put it in, like, a rub? Mm-hmm. My mom was like, well, I'm just going to put steak and pepper. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> but then apparently it's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's okay. If it's a good cut of meat, you don't need a whole lot. Meat tastes good. Yeah, if it's a good <laughs> cut of meat, but it's, I, you know, it's, it's just steaks from Tesco. So. You know what I miss? What? I miss... The freaking lion, uh, the food lion, not the food lion, uh, superior. Do you remember superior? Superior foods. Yeah, yeah. The mar- the, uh, the marketplace. The Mexican it was like a, market. Yeah, it was like the just. The, oh yeah, it wasn't the Mexican market. It was just they had a it, lot it's of just Mexican a chain. food, dude. Yeah, they had a lot of Mexican food. Like, like they it, had. That's why I say it's the Mexican market because it, it's not a regular market. It has way more Mexican shit. Like you can go there and get. Uh, seasoned uh, carne asada from the freaking mm-hmm. butcher at Superior. Yeah, that shit is bomb. I miss that. I want that, dude. Yeah, oh, I might go get some carne asada today. Sounds good. I mean, I just miss decent Mexican food, man. I know. I, know <laughs> I don't think mean. I've had it in years. See, you'll have to go and buy. I think they call it like what do they call it plank steak or, or something like that. The, the cut of meat that carne asada is. I forget what it is. Mm-hmm. But well, uh, the last that thing, then... thing that I had that was like legit Mexican food was yeah. uh, me and my mom made made homemade tamales for Christmas. I don't remember if I told you that. Yeah, you did, and they were good, right? Yeah, they were they were the bomb diggity. Hell yeah, dude! I want that. Shit. I didn't realize how much of the flavor is just like the masa. the like corn flour, yeah, yeah the masa. Because like we were making the 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 meat kind of the kind of essentially kind of like carne that goes uh, that goes into it. Yeah, and like I was tasting, it, I was like, this kind of tastes like bland <laughs> and then i was like worried it was gonna just not taste good and then i we, when we when i was eating it i was like oh most of this flavor comes from the masa <laughs> interesting i didn't know that either um my favorite is the chicken the green chicken tamales uh make that with a you know make the with the spicier green chili because yeah like, there's... i've never really had spicy tamales i've always had them where they're just kind of like it's just a savory yeah yeah i mean like meaty flavor i've never had spicy i say too. spicy because the green chili here is not spicy it's like it's like tomato sauce to me uh <laughs> but there's like a spicier green chili that and also when you get it from the can too even when you buy the the green chili from the can you need to get the stuff that's like mild or something in order for it to actually taste good it's not spicy. Man. It just tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. The um, over here, yeah. If something says like, because for some reason every packaging has like a number of peppers, and it's always like one to five. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you need to get the four and or the yeah. Three. But the thing is, is like it's it's this is Sainsbury's, this is Tesco, this is Co-op. So it's all the different types of uh, like all the different supermarkets, and I'm like clearly none of you 
like none of you are all communicating over what the the number of chilies mean <laughs> what the because chilies? a three from one person is not going to be a three from another like in the same level mm-hmm. but even like a five is not that bad it's it's because like the idea of spicy in this country just like terrifies people so <laughs> yeah i mean I so know you a have lot to of like, like get that. a specific chili that you know is the flavor that you're looking for which in cardiff is really great because there's a stall inside the the indoor market in cardiff that set they just sell uh chilies and spices Mm -hmm. and it's fucking awesome because you can go there and honestly like it's so cheap for all the like you you sit there and go like how are you making money because i've just ordered like 10 things and it's two quid like (laughs) um but no, they they yeah they it's just chilies and herbs and spices and you can get specific chilies so you know you know this is how much the heat I'm gonna get from that as opposed to just green chilies and I'm like cool what kind of green chilies because uh-huh. that that could mean a lot of things uh-huh. yeah definitely do so I go there and I get Carolina Reapers every once in a while oh man <laughs> every once in a while yeah. dude I made every this... once in a while I've I've put some some ghost peppers and stuff like that into into like some chilies once one time yeah. I cooked my steaks in like a ghost pepper and that was that was rough <laughs> dude so my favorite chili is probably habanero mm-hmm. I love the citrusy yeah flavor that habanero has um, habanero is just kind of this perfect balance of it's 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 on the road to quite spicy oh it's, it is but spicy it's, yeah. <laughs> it stays it's just before that threshold where the spice kind of overwhelms takes a lot of the flavor away yeah but i feel like so habanero for me i feel like you could put on like damn near anything jalapeno on the other hand goes great with like mostly meats but but I feel like habanero, you can literally put on almost anything. I could put habanero on my fucking salad, and it would taste great. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, so I made this habanero mango salsa one time to go with some fish tacos that I made. And mm-hmm. I used way too much habanero, dude. It was hot. I mean, it was, it was delicious, but man, did that shit burn. But it was so good with the mango. I highly suggest a habanero mango salsa, if, just like any recipe will do yeah. it's really good especially with I fish like yeah so but dude i used way too many habanero just be careful with that <laughs> i still i think we've mentioned it before on the podcast but i still want to know what the fuck we ate that one time that we ate like jalapenos jalapenos from... that's it raw jal- yeah, but like it just it i'm eating a raw jalapeno now like later on in life it's not that bad <laughs> this was literally just a raw jalapeno that we got from uh Fresh, from and, fresh and queasy. Yeah, fresh and easy. <laughs> we got just we bought two. They were big ass jalapenos too. They weren't. They were not. Small. They were fucking huge. They were yeah. giant jalapenos. I'm sure the video exists still. <laughs> the bit. Um. I think. Did so. you get rid of it? <laughs> like. No, but I think if I remember correctly, uh, last time I looked, like someone I took down both Vincent's and uh, Joanna. I can't even remember Joanna. Like oh. her, their videos. Yeah, they don't they exist did. on the channel. Anymore. They took them down. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. They the, somebody. The thing is, I don't know if either Vincent took down the other two, or if she took down. Like basically, if they like, yeah, they just were. They were just of, like, we don't want to be associated with these yeah. fucking Americans. <laughs> these fucking fools anymore. Yeah. But yeah, no, I uh, I think that oh hold on, it's accidentally making things play on my computer. Just trying to see if I can still find it. Um, I think it's the way I can find it is it's in our, um, in my 
in my liked videos catalog. You know what but I yeah. think would have been fun? It uh, would have been more what? fun. I mean, they weren't that popular at the time, uh, from what I could recall, mm -hmm. but a, a podcast with them too. Yeah, podcasts weren't really a thing at the time, no, but no, that would have been that would have been interesting. I could always message Vincent and see if he'd want to do one. Yeah, always. Uh, we'll do. Um, where's he from again? Norway. We'll do a film from Norway. Norway my last video on my YouTube channel is me and Vincent meeting in person. That's your last video on your YouTube channel? Yeah, I think that was wow. 2013. Yeah, <laughs> I remember because I saw that video. But yeah, um, I just think it would be. Uh, <laughs> I just think it would be interesting to have him in, on a, a for a Norwegian film. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what we do like strawberries? <laughs> I I don't know, man. Don't oh, okay, know. that's a it's a I very famous. I don't know, I don't know Actually, any I think that's a Swedish films. film. I'm so sorry. Oh, dude, how dare you? How <laughs> fucking dare you? Yeah. Now that I think about it, I was thinking of um, of Igmar Bergman, who's Swedish, not not um Norwegian, not Norwegian. <laughs> that was I. I'm fairly certain JC said that to me one time. Norwegian. I think it did. Yeah. We because we got that was when like Voss water like we had first discovered it. Oh, and you, you, Voss, you know, Voss water. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh man, I really enjoy drinking this Norwegian water." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck did you say, man? <laughs> it's Norwegian, dude. Come on. Oh, man. Anyhow, yeah, I found the channel. The only videos exist are, are you and me. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. We, we should take those. We should take those, redo all of those videos, and just like <laughs> re-upload them on a. Well, my on our favorite thing is know, I found... <laughs> I, sh I showed somebody the other day, like, it was... A video, uh, one of the one of the short films that we made in high school, but it's like a video of us commenting on it. It's the the horror one that we made. Oh, I love that. And I was movie. like, I mean, I loved that video. Yeah, and I I, I showed it to my roommate. And I was like, this is technic. This is like the first podcast. Mm. <laughs> that's all this is. Yeah, just yeah. Marcos and I just chatting shit. But that's my that Years was my later, favorite. Still, <laughs> one of my favorite uh, things we ever did was that terrible horror movie that we did. Because you know, I mean, you. You got really creative with it, and it was a lot of fun to do. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, fucking boring to oh probably God. watch. Yeah, dude, unless you were in of, it. Look at the size of those jalapenos. They're huge. Yeah. Wow, I it's was pretty big. so much thinner. I need to lose, <laughs> I need to lose weight. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, dude. Yeah, I look um, pretty stupid without a beard. I think. I every time I sh I like you grow a beard like a and then I go. You look like a huh? wee tyke. A I do look like a, a wee bab. Yeah, you look like a babby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we did that symbol, though, but I'll... Anyhow. That's, I that's look like... Weird. All I need is a top hat, and I'd be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> you did have, like, the Abraham Lincoln beard going on. Yeah. Which I never really understood, but I was like, that's that's him. That's just what he goes for. That's fine. Sorry. Sorry. I still had a girlfriend occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But man, Jesus, that's funny. Should we? Uh, we're getting toward about two hours in. Oh so yeah, you yeah, wanna yeah, end the podcast so. here. Yeah. If you guys want to go, and I don't see know when that happened. Like last time, we finished the. I was just. I don't know when that time happened because last time, I looked at the timestamp. It was like an hour, and I was like, I was about to look at it and be like, oh, how do we? Are we going to be like an hour and twenty, hour thirty in? And I was like, oh fuck, we're basically two hours now. Yeah, yeah, we're basically finished now. But, um. So yes. Yeah, I'll put a link to the old channel that Marcos and I did where we did weird vlogs for like a month yeah. and then like we were supposed to do one a one a week. And that each. yeah, that didn't. And I think it lasted like 
Maybe one or two months. Yeah, it did not last very long. Um, no. But I'd be totally down to redo some of these videos for fun. Um, that would be funny. Yeah, and then just you should do. We should do a day in the life again because we did that. I think um, for one of them, and yours was the hilarious one where you're making the I egg loved, waffle. I loved my day in the life one. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, oh God, I don't I don't do anything though. I don't do anything. Day in the life would be boring for me. <laughs> well, you'd have to you'd have to find a day where you do something really fun. I know. I have to. I'd have to make my day look like way better than what it actually is. Like, a, yeah. Do a video. Of me also, I said yours is better, but like mine is six and a half minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yours is three minutes and a, three and a half minutes long, and I remember what happens in your video way more than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. Also, I mine's like a day in my life, and yours is just Marcos' day, mother. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Dude, I oh, really man. didn't care about anything. Holy crap. And I'm fairly certain most of the time it was like me being like, hey, Marcos, I need to do a video today. And I was like, like, oh, shit, yeah. you're right. Here, let's just do it. I got to film this now. And I did. I filmed the it like video first with thing. the most yeah. views is the cinnamon challenge one, which for me. Yeah, I was going to say you did um, that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next, the next two highest viewed ones are uh, you, which this one just says story time, motherfucker. <laughs> and then your day in the life, which says Marco's day, mother. And then, yeah, just oh, Jesus. You did. It, does the full. No, there's no full thing that says motherfucker. It just says mother. Except our highest viewed video of all time. Yeah, is Moonshiners. Is it still? It should be Moonshiners still. Probably. Because, like, knows? how many... No, you know what was, is my highest on my channel? Oh, what was it? It's the one where I went to Yu-Gi-Oh! Regionals. Because every time Yu-Gi-Oh! Regionals comes up, I get at least 10 views on that one. Oh, dude. <laughs> I want to do... So, me and the wife, I didn't tell you this, but remember I sent you that mm-hmm. picture of uh, Reese the Exiled, uh, the fucking magic card? Yeah. Yeah, so, Hannah's getting into ma- to magic. And, okay. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun, man. It'd be fun to go some tournaments, be some fucking nerdy ass people again. It is fun. Yeah. Uh, I like going for magic. I really enjoy draft days because it's you don't have to be because it it makes a little bit of a level level playing field. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know if you know what draft is for. I don't remember. Magic. I mean, I used to know, but uh, so essentially, you go and you pay like a certain amount of money for like four or five packs. Oh yeah. Um, and then you and create then... a deck out of that, right? But it's it's no you you it's kind of like passing it's kind of like pass the parcel list kind of in the sense of like you take a card of the pack, put the card down, then pass to your right, mm. and then take the next best card you can think of from that. And so like some people will do it and just go to be like I want the most expensive card and yeah. just and then they'll just play with shit cards. But haha, I got a forty pound card. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, so, but which is you know a genuine tactic. That's perfectly fine if you make your money back and you still get to play. Because most of the time, most people just get shit decks anyway. Mm-hmm. Nobody's got anything consistent. Yeah. Like, it, it's all terrible. So everyone's got this kind of level playing field of just being equally bad decks to play with, mm-hmm. but can still have a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. I think I think it just makes it a lot more entertaining. Yeah, that does, because, like, Jesus, I feel like in Magic it's, it's just so much more difficult to uh, yeah to get a good deck randomly yeah. than it is in Yu-Gi-Oh. I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh, you could throw Yu-Gi-Oh, a you could deck. fucking yeah, cobble over. Well, maybe back in the day, I, I kind of stopped because it was getting too complicated. You could just leave it out there, hun. I'll take it. Anyway, yeah, uh, 
It, it definitely has gotten more complicated. I still like playing just like traditional and maybe XYZ because, I mean, XYZ does make it a little bit easier to, to a little what? too easy. Oh, to... X, oh, X, are you talking about Exceed? Yeah, but they're called XYZ cards because they have XYZ in their names. Uh, it, they're called Exceed cards. Well, it's called Exceed Summ- Summoning. Yeah, are, exceed summoning, exceed. but they're exceed monsters and why the fuck do they have XYZ yeah. in their goddamn name then? Anyway. I don't know. Anyway. Well, that but exceed spells that like X E X Y Z. Oh, I know it doesn't. <laughs> um. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Not you a know clue. what cards I'm talking Japan. about? <laughs> you know what cards I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it kind of makes it too easy to summon things, and it speeds the game up a lot. Um, yeah. So. Uh, so I gave I'm up when pendulum summoning happened. I did not even bother to learn what the fuck that was or how to do it. I, I still don't know that. what it was. I owned a deck where I did do pendulum summoning, and yeah. I still don't really understand it. Yeah, because that's when I gave up. See, I did not. Um, I just didn't care. I, I like the old school Exceed style. brought it to a speed that I enjoyed, where it was fast, but also not too if fast. you had enough counters, yeah. you could stop somebody. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't too fast, and you could stop somebody, and uh, it, it just made more uh versatility in in powerful decks um whereas magic magic is one of the reasons people love it is that it does no matter what everybody's got one mana they can really use that game that first round maybe they have a card that allows them to set two mana down but like that's the most that they're really gonna be able to do and then if you just don't draw mana at all you're fucked (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's like sometimes the game goes like this uh oh i got a shit hand with no mana all right, my opponent has a mana. Oh, they have a one mana cost card. They could immediately attack me or, or do some do yeah. something. And then I sit there and draw my next card. Oh, no mana again. Time to discard. <laughs> so then yeah. you just get, uh, I'll, I'll attack you directly then. Oh, okay, I can't do anything because I have no mana. And then your next yeah. hand. If it's not a mana card, you're screwed. <laughs> you're fucked. So it's just I like... I had a deck that was specifically designed to just have the person uh, draw out. So I had um my planeswalker was Jace, but it was yeah, a Jace yeah, who yeah. who yeah just made them mill. So it was like every turn I'd make them lose ten cards. Yeah, and you know I just as long as I get them out kind of early and I do that, you know four or five times, that's the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's exactly. a bitch move, but <laughs> it is. It really that is. Was, that was uh that was my strategy when I used to play. My deck was pretty good counter to yours though. Um, I had the black white deck with the. Yeah, I, I remember that. those guys, yeah. but yeah, they were fun. They were fun. So yeah, that was back when that set came out. Yeah, that was like specifically about contrasting colors playing together because obviously black and white generally don't work together. Yeah, generally. Um, but that was a but fun, that, fun that deck. set came out that made it so they did. Now I have a a green uh, a green black deck, and mm-hmm. that that's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, which that makes sense because essentially it's defending yourself while costing yourself life to do things. Actually, so that okay, uh, yeah. the. The black cards that I have don't do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the black cards that I have are a little different. It's more like um, it's more like resurrecting, so it uh, it takes stuff from the graveyard and summons them and shit like that and does stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so it's actually kind of cool, and um, yeah. it's all like Norse mythology themed. Okay. Yeah. So I I like oh, I think that's a little bit cool. <laughs> uh, I played mostly blue white and i dabbled in blue in in a white white green Hmm. but i never really got into that and white uh, blue green is supposed to be pretty decent but i still could never really 
make a deck that I just in, like. That's the thing. What's fun about Magic is it does allow different playstyles. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, which is cool. But the mana Whereas thing, Yu-Gi-Oh, is a hard thing unless to, you kind of get that top tier decks. Fucking just... idiot cat. Sorry. What? <laughs> this cat like fell off the couch trying to crawl onto me. Yeah, my parents' cat does that all the time. I got a new cat now. She's a or he, oh, yeah? he's a foster, and uh, the first couple nights he was horrible, and then by the third mm. night he was sleeping in our bed with us. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like right by my face, cuddling. And then I woke up the other day. He was trying to find a nipple in my beard. He was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for a second, I I just heard that as he found a nipple. No, in he my was beard. trying to find. I was like, do you think? <laughs> he was trying to find it. And he just drooled all over my face. And I was like, get off me, you weirdo. And now he's kind of annoying. <laughs> but he needs a family. Yeah. Are you... Uh, well, if I was in the Georgia area... Are you looking for a kitty cat that likes to cuddle? I am. But unfortunately, I don't think I'd have the money to get the passport vaccinated <laughs> and ship over a cat. I know. It would be expensive. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, here we end the episode. episode yeah. Let's go ahead and end that. Yeah. We spoke about magic for a little bit there. Killed some time. Because yeah. um, <laughs> we're nerds. Yeah, Tony, if you want to play magic with Reese, I'm sure he's down. Woo! Do it, Tony. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't think he, I don't think he's into card games. Oh. I know what? he's into board games, but I know he's... I don't know if he'd be into... Card, card games game. are just as good as board games, except you could do it with they less are, people but... and have more fun with less people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's one of those weird things where it seems like the two would mix, but they don't often do. What do you, oh, board games and card games? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say... No, that's just my experience and opinion. Um... Oh god, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, trying to trying to play a board game with just two people is terrible. So yeah. bad. Yeah, no, it's terrible. But a card game? It's pretty boring. Card game's pretty fun with two people. Especially if you're playing a card game on a motorcycle. And what Oh <laughs> Yeah. Card games on motorbikes. Yeah. Card games on motorbikes. Yeah, that's right. Anyhow, yeah. Let's uh let's end <laughs> the episode there. Next week we're doing Plan Soleil. Yep. Um, Plain Soleil. Yeah. Sorry, uh purple. What was it? Uh, was purple afternoon. It was like purple. Purple afternoon. Purple yeah. noon. Purple noon. That's purple noon. Yeah. Purple noon. There we go. Purple noon, as All it right. would be called somewhere, probably, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I'll like some possibly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>